be that as you can never see the edge of me. Sweating on my blowout. Sweating on my precious trick about to blow out. Man, cause I'm so fresh, fresher than you. I'm fresher than you. Fresher than you. Oh. Thank you. 
off your ass and on your feet. Ain't no time to beat your meat. It's after dark with Triple Dark Goddess on the Angry Divas Radio Show. We air live weeknights at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on blogtalkradio.com. Check us out on the web. That's www.angrydivas.com. That's D-E-V-A-S. Get it right, boo. This has been another Bitch House production. The Angry Divas Radio Show. After Dark with me, Triple Dark Goddess. Welcome, everybody, to tonight's episode of the Angry Divas Radio Show. That's right, baby. I am your host with the most, the triple dark goddess, also known as the diva bitch of fire, as I always say. Because if you piss me off, I will burn your ass. Anyway, we've got an interesting show for y'all tonight. I see we already got calls on the line. Peace be unto you. And everybody who um, <laughs> was looking at the post on Angry Divas, my bad on mistyping the number to the show. I should know the number, right? It is my show after all. Sorry I fucked that up, but I fixed it. <laughs> and thank you to the sister who pointed out that the shit was messed up. I appreciate love you for real. That was sister. Hold on, let me get the name right. Let me get the name right. Fair Exchange Ain't Robbery. Bitch, what? I think I like you. Thank you. Fair Exchange Ain't Robbery. All right, so we're going to talk about a lot tonight. The actual title of tonight's show is The Angry Divas Radio Show, The Global Benefit of Black Female Disempowerment. We're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about them Patty LaBelle pies and how that shit gave me sugar diabetes on one slice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to talk about some craziness that I saw and just posted to the page. We're going to talk a lot about the disempowerment of black women, struggles we have in sisterhood, and anything else that just kind of rolls in. So you are free to call into the show, 347-826-9930. Again, since I fucked it up earlier, 347-826-9930. Now, y'all know that I like to ride in and play music before we get the show started. Um, And if you didn't know, now you know. I got a couple of songs more that I'd like to hear. Y'all know it would not be an Angry Divas radio show if I didn't play my Rihanna anthem. Bitch better have my motherfucking money. Anyway, let's do it. Yeah, yo, yeah, yo, moolala, yeah, yo, bitch better have my money, y'all should know me well enough, bitch better have my money, please don't call me on my blood, pay me what you want it, ballin' bigger than LeBron, bitch give me your money, who y'all think y'all frontin' on, like blah, 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 Oh my God. 
Maestro? Thank you. 
I'll never forget it, you know. For the longest time, I didn't wear no underwear. Used to drive my boyfriend Ernie absolutely batty. One time I caught a terrible cold. Ernie said to me, Soap, you've got a terrible cold. You've got to go see the doctor right away. I said, all right, Ernie, make an appointment for me. So he rang up the doctor, and this is what he said, unbeknownst to me. Doc, I'm sending Soap over. She's got a terrible cold, but that's not the problem. The problem is, she don't wear no underwear. Do me a favor. Tell her the reason she got this cold is on account of she don't wear no underwear. You got that? Right. Oh, says the doc. So I, like a schmuck, Shot on down to the doctor's office. Doctor says, open your mouth and say, ah. I opened my mouth. I said, ah. You can stop clapping. <laughs> Doc looked down my throat. He said, so, you ain't wearing no underwear. I said, I beg your pardon? He said to me, so, you ain't wearing no underwear. I said to him, doctor, you can look down my throat and see I ain't wearing no underwear. He said, that's right, Soap. I said, Doc, do me a favor. Look up my ass and tell him my hat's on straight. January because you know the last time we had too many sisters. I don't like to do p- too big of a class, you know, because I feel like people can't really get what they came for. I don't know. That's just me. This is how I do. So we're going to be offering it twice in both December and January. The le- link will be live at the end of the week, <laughs> and I'll be sending it to everybody who's on the mailing list. If you are not on our mailing list, take your ass over to angrydivas.com. That's www.angrydevas.com. Get it right, boo. Spell it right. I don't want to hear that you couldn't find us. You didn't spell it right. Anyway, <laughs> and just, you know, check out the website, and you can sign up for our mailing list. I will have that link live tonight unless one of my lovely divas want to do that for me, in which case, diva love you, baby. Ow. All right. One more. One more. One more. All right. One more <laughs> song, and then I'm going to get the show started. Tonight's episode is called The Global Benefit of Black Female Disempowerment, and we're going to talk a little bit about everything. Um, and I'm trying to not get started. If I do, I'll just start it right now. I won't even be able to play my jam, but let's just play it. Soldier Boy, too. Soldier Boy on the beat.
on no Jesus. I don't say I'm the dark bitch for nothing. Fucks with me, I'm calling on the demons. Don't do it. Anyway, that's my fault of empowerment. <laughs> I tell you, we have an interesting show for you tonight. We are going to talk about a lot of things. Um, but before I get started, I have this one clip that I wanted to play for you all. Now, I posted this on the Angry Divas fan page on Facebook. Check us out. Angry Divas, the dark Feminine enzymes. Go check it out. Okay? And I posted this about eight hours ago or something. So scroll down the page and you will find it. But it's a clip of a TED Talk. And, uh, I mean, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to play it for you and listen to it because this goes with tonight's topic. It's about a five-minute clip 
I'm going to play as much of it as I feel like I need to. And if you want to check out the rest of it, it's on Angry Divas. And I'm also posting the YouTube link with the full TED Talk um, on our page. So check it out. Good afternoon. I am Malenz. And I come from the richest country in the world. It is located in the richest continent in the world, in the west of the richest continent. My country is called Sierra Leone. On the surface, we are blessed with infinite beauty and abundance of flora and fauna. Producing the most exquisite harvest of coffee, cocoa, fruits, vegetables, and caoutchouc. You name it, we've got it. We also have diverse wildlife and vast marine resources. and waterfalls and rivers. On a deeper level, we are blessed with the real treasures the kings and queens of this world desire. This was the largest alluvial diamond ever found. It weighs almost a thousand carats, 969 to be precise. This beauty was found by an old lady in her backyard about two years ago, 125 carats. Some people mine gold in their backyards. That's quite common. Besides gold and diamonds, we have about 20 precious minerals that have been discovered as of today. We recently started extracting huge petroleum reserves that have been discovered. We have platinum, ilminite to make titanium, rutile to coat jets, iron ore, the largest iron ore deposits in Africa, the third largest in the world. Tantalite, also known as coltan, used in your mobile phones and computers. Bauxite for aluminium production. Zinc, chrome ore, copper, coal, phosphates, potassium salt, lead, granite, asbestos, nickel, zircon. Furthermore, we have exquisite timber like mahogany, antique, and we have the most beautiful stems in the world. <laughs> of course, the West needs Africa's resources most desperately to power airplanes, cell phones, computers, and engines. And the golden diamonds, of course, a status symbol to determine their powers by decor and to give value to their currencies. One thing that keeps me puzzled, despite having studied finance and economics at the world's best universities, the following question remains unanswered. Why is it that 5,000 units of our currency is worth one unit of your currency? where we are the ones with the actual gold reserves. It's quite evident that the aid is in fact not coming from the West to Africa, but from Africa to the Western world. The Western world depends on Africa in every possible way, since alternative resources are scarce out here. So how does the West ensure that the free aid keeps coming? By systematically 
destabilizing the wealthiest African nations and their systems, and all that backed by huge PR campaigns, leaving the entire world under the impression that Africa is poor and dying and merely surviving on the mercy of the West. Well done, Oxfam, UNICEF, Red Cross, Life Aid, and all the other organizations that continuously run multi-million dollar advertisement campaigns depicting charity porn to sustain that image of Africa globally. Ad campaigns paid for by innocent people under the impression to help with their donations. While one hand gives under the flashing lights of cameras, the other takes in the shadows. We all know the dollar is worthless, while the euro is merely charged with German intellect and technology, and maybe some Italian pasta. How can one expect donations from nations that have so little? It's super sweet of you to come with your colored paper in exchange for our golden diamonds. But instead, you should come empty-handed, filled with integrity and honor. We want to share with you our wealth and invite you to share with us. The perception is that a healthy and striving Africa would not disperse its resources as freely and cheaply, which is logical. Of course, it would instead sell its resources at world market prices, which in turn would destabilize and weaken Western economies. Established on the post-colonial free meal system. So that's the clip. And I have posted the video to our page on Facebook. If you check us out on Facebook, that's Angry Divas, the Dark Feminine Enzyme. And uh, I also posted the mailing list link, like I said I would. But the full TED Talk by... Malens Bart Williams is on our page, and it was in TED Berlin. Malens say, excuse me, I'm probably saying that wrong. I don't mean to mess up her name. But I wanted to play that because it, it brings a couple of things to mind for me. You know, um, having spent so many months in Jamaica this year, and that was just, that was a oh, life-changing experience. It really was a life-changing experience. I encourage black women to travel. I do. This is why we do the Angry Divas retreats as well. I encourage black women to travel. Get your passport. We did a show last year, I think it was like last January, called The Great Escape. Go in the archives and check that out. We are on iTunes, and you can also check it out in the archives right here on blogtalkradio.com backslash angry, D-E-V-A-S. But in the show, The Great Escape, I was um, getting on one of our co-hosts <laughs> about not having her damn passport. And, um, you know, she got upset with me, but whatever. I told her, get your passport, get your passport, get your passport. And I encourage the sisters to do that. I encourage you to travel. I find ways to make for very affordable retreats for us to go on. Um, it, there's no excuse to not travel. I encourage it. We're going to go to more than just Jamaica. We're starting out in Jamaica. We will be branching out from there. It is important that we go and spend time in black nations. It is important because the TV will have you fucked up about your black self and your dark origins if 
you let it. And you get to decide whether you change the channel, as the sister titled her TED Talk, change your channel, or if you continue to subscribe to shit that does not grow you or show you or remind you of who the hell you are. So before we get into the topic, we've got quite a few um, callers on the line. Let me make sure that I didn't, okay, I did unmute myself. I have a bad habit of keeping myself on mute at times and forgetting that. Caller 912-248, welcome to the show tonight. Um, did you have anything you wanted to say before we got on into it? Welcome, baby. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Call 912-248. That's me. Hey, peace be unto you. Hi. Who's me? Hi, my name's Monique. Monique. I'm going to put your name in so I know who I'm talking to. <laughs> I have to, so I'm not just calling you out by uh, number. Did you have anything you wanted to say before we got into the show? No, um, I do have a question because I'm new okay. to this. I just joined the page and I just got the the call in number. So this is your um your your company your your thing. What is um what does it stand for? What, where does it come from? I know it comes from within you, but what drives you to be an inspiration? That was my question. Oh, first of all, thank you for even calling me an inspiration. Um, Angry Divas. And you know what? Let me go to our website really quick. You guys can check us out. We are on the web. That's angrydivas.com. And let's see. Let's go to About Diva, right? What the hell is the point of Angry Divas? Anger, first of all, I took the word um, anger. I looked up the etymology. I try to do the etymology because it gives us a broader understanding than the dictionary. But what I saw was that it represents being vexatious or, um, hold on, sis, let me mute you really quick because you got noise in the background. I want to make sure you hear what I'm saying. Um, and y'all know I'm sensitive and can't do little noises and shit. <laughs> That's just one of my things. But anyway, the word angry represents being vexatious or troublesome, right? And... <laughs> It's no secret that I am the controversial oracle, and I do kick shit off. I do. And I don't think about the impact it's going to have because I am a daughter of Eris. Eris is a dark goddess. And if you don't know about her, I encourage you, look her up. Her name is spelled E-R-I-S, and read her story. <laughs> do some homework. But anyway, I created Angry Divas. My motivation for creating Angry Divas was uh, I needed a place where I could just kind of I don't know, it started out just being a place to, like, just cut loose, you know, and post funny shit and pop off, <laughs> as the president said recently, pop off. <laughs> and then it just kind of grew from there, you know. I started the show. show got started January 2014, so my baby is not even a whole year old yet, but we are proud of her. And I started working with sisters to deal with their anger. See, black women, everybody calls us angry to try to keep us from embracing that shit, and it's power. It is your power, and I reinforce that. I stand on that. That is my little tagline on the website. Anger is a powerful and spiritual agent of self-transformation and change. Yes, it is. Now, everybody will tell you it's negative and wrong and blah, 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 but then you see their emotional ashes falling out over nothing. So... I began, you know, talking and teaching 
um, about the power of anger and then also teaching about the dark mother, the dark goddess, as a dark goddess myself, which is why we call ourselves the dark feminine enzyme. And teaching black women to embrace their dark selves, to embrace dark gnosis and dark wisdom. And all of that just kind of grew into every damn thing that we do around here. You know, your dark powers, your dark self. Anger is a dark thing. And it's a manifestation often of pain. And how we get hurt is more than likely allowing motherfuckers to do things that they should not and would not be allowed to do in any other situation. And usually those people are your family, might even be your man, who you call your friend, and shit like that. And so, you know, as I have moved through these different situations in my life, of course I have come here and talked about it on the show because that's what we do, right? We teach from ourselves. And the Angry Divas radio show is the opening of the mouth ceremony that we must have as women. Our way, our matriarchal, dark feminine way, has always been as orators, as the oracle. We speak to each other. We share and we teach through the spoken word. It's not to knock the written, but that's his story. They don't know my story. That's why it's called a mystery. Because we spoke it to one another. So that's what we do here. That's the horn of the show, and, um, you know, it's a, it's a great gathering place, you know. Sometimes I do every now and again. I was trying to do it at least once a month, but, you know, I get busy. I'm teaching. I do all kinds of stuff here. But I was doing a Dark Goddess Soul Day show on Sundays, and, you know, we just churched on the Dark Mother. <laughs> and we would just kind of get together. We would have morning glory shows as well on Saturday mornings. And it would just be open mic, and the sisters would just come through and share. And it's a great build. It's a great way for women to get together, to talk to each other, to share, to learn, to laugh, to live, to love, to hate, to lament, to bitch, to do whatever the fuck we need to do to stand in power. And that is why I created Angry Divas. That's why I do what I do, to help teach another woman to embrace her whole self, not omit little pieces of you so that people can quote-unquote like or accept you. Fuck them. They're not going to like and accept you no matter. So don't bend yourself in a damn pretzel. Be yourself. All of you, in whatever mood you're in, if you're pissed, you're pissed. If you're happy, you're happy. To hell with them. You have to live your life your own way. So I just kind of do it boldly and audaciously. And, um, you know, we've had a, a moments where in the show, you know, a sister wanted to know more about something and one of the other sisters sent her up the book. You know, we just kind of, we just build and we go with it. So I'm going to open the mics back up. Monique, you first. Um, and I hope I answered your question. I am pretty verbose. <laughs> yes, thank you so much for that. I've actually um, condescended out to my sister group so that we can all tune in. So it's every, is it a regular schedule or is it whenever you want to get on there and do it? Unfortunately, in the past couple of months, it has kind of been whenever the hell I felt like showing up. But I am putting it on a regular schedule. We will be in here live weeknights at 6.30 p.m. with the exception of Wednesdays because I'm in class. Um, And I will change the show times if it conflicts with the time that I'm teaching or when we do our chance circle. But I will keep you guys posted on that. And you can always get the updates for when the show is actually live because I'm going to post it on angrydesus.com. Oh, not .com, excuse me the feminine enzyme, the dark feminine enzyme. 
um, on Facebook. And I should, I will do that. Um, Divas show in the Diva Media section. There's the Angry Divas Radio. Um, and let me see. Um, well, if you click on the the link that's on there, it'll take you to Blog Talk. But I don't think it enables me to put the live show like every day. So I'm gonna figure that out. That's not y'all's problem. That's my problem. But as of right now, you would have to check it out on Facebook. And if you're on Blog Talk, if you create yourself a Blog Talk login, you can also subscribe to our show, and you'll always get the updates when there's a new show. Um, but yes, you guys can you know check that out. Check out the show. Definitely check out the show. And thank you to everybody who checks out the archive. I do see you, baby. I do see you. I appreciate y'all checking it out. We are on iTunes as well. If you wanted to call in to weigh in on tonight's topic, the number is 347-826-9930. We have another caller on the line, caller 248302. Welcome to the mic, baby. How you doing tonight? How are you? Caller 248302. Welcome. What you got from this evening? Did you maybe not want your mic open? That's fine. Um, I could put you back on mute. Monique, your mic is still open. And anyone who wanted to call in and weigh in, again, 347-826-9930. I want to start out talking about that Patty LaBelle pie. Yeah, I'm doing it. Let me tell you all something about Patty. I haven't tried the Patty pie. Girl, I I went and got it last night, me and my auntie. (laughs) I posted this on our page a couple of days ago. This was a real conversation. I called my auntie. I said, all right, I got two things. Thing one, I need a peach cobbler. Yes. She made something and didn't give it to me, and I'm very upset with her about that. So she better fix it, God damn it. But I said, no, thing one, I need a peach cobbler. Thing two, if you drive me to the store, there's a Patty LaBelle pie in it for you. Well, unfortunately, I got to the store, and there was like one damn pie left. What? So that was the end of that. That was my pie. I was sharing. Actually, I will share. I'm probably going to give her the whole damn pie, and I'm going to tell you exactly why. So I got it last night, but I wasn't really feeling like nothing sweet. So, you know, I went to bed, did what I do, woke up, and I was making coffee anyway, Cafe Bustello, love it. And uh, (laughs) I said, let me try this patty pie, right? So funny enough, as I'm thinking it, my auntie texts me and says, how was the pie? I'm like, well, let me try the pie. It's so funny she should text me that right now. So I cut the pie open, and if y'all watched Homeboy's video review of her pie and laughed like the fuck I laughed, you would know that one of the things he said was that the thing was sealed with damn Gorilla Glue, and he ain't never lied. I thought he was exaggerating. It was hard as hell to get into the pie. But after I did, I took a bite, and the first thing I noticed, and yep, I'm going to critique the pie even though I spent my money and I did enjoy it and talked about it and all that here. It's missing an egg and some cinnamon and vanilla. It's got too much goddamn sugar. But it was quite tasty. The thing is, and this is just because, you know, I have been off sugar for so long. I'm just getting back to sugar. Oh, my God. Sugar is crack. Sugar is crack. Sugar is crack. Okay? But <laughs> I felt <laughs> I felt insane when I took two bites out of that pot. So I sent my auntie a note, a voice note. I said, baby, this thing's sweet. Damn, this sweet. I said, you would like it, though. This is right up your alley. She loves sweet. She has a serious sugar t- 
tooth, a sweet tooth, and I'm more of a salty, savory kind of person. My favorite flavor is lemon, okay? So sugar and me are just not that close anymore. Used to be a day when I was good with the sugar, I could do it, but it was more on the sweet side for me. But the pie was pretty good, and the thing that I love the most about the whole pie situation, and I posted this funny thing on, on our Facebook yesterday. I said this. Swap the patty pie, it bet be good. But I would just like to say that Patty has made $2.5 million in a weekend on these damn pies. This just serves to illustrate black spending power, black entrepreneurship, black female business ability, black female ingenuity. When we support one another's businesses without pettiness and foolishness, the race wins. We need to begin actively and consciously practicing black economics and economic investment and growth. This type of business growth can happen to and for any of us with proper drive, self-investment, and support. And that said, thank you to all who invest in themselves with Angry Divas and to all who invest in black businesses, period. Yes. And so this ties in, okay, with the entire topic of the show because I have seen, even though I did just critique the pie and said I needed another egg or some more nothing, you know, everybody has their taste and their flavor. And you know why? Because we all been eating mama or grandmama's pies since we was knee-high to a fucking snow cone, okay? In the womb, you was digesting these pies. So of course we're going to prefer whatever our mama or nana or granny cooks, right? So everybody's going to have their little, it should taste like this and it don't taste like that, and blah, 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 blah. But I've seen some nasty things about the pies. I've seen some ridiculous things about these pies and about the money that was made, even about the boy who did the review, you know? Um, Just interesting. Someone said something like, uh, she probably told him to do that video. So the fuck what if she did? Right? So what? Marketing. You know, that was just such a hating ass thing I think that's why we we can't get together. Thank you. You know, I mean, uh, and I don't know. I just, I think tribally now, because I, since I was in Jamaica, I saw a lot, met people who were maroons, right? Real maroons. And I've met maroons even over here in America. We just don't always know who the hell we are or where we come from. But what I saw is there were even different tribes under the maroon umbrella. But the reason that that title, that word maroon even exists is evidence of our ability to come together despite our differences to, for one common goal, and that's to get the oppressor's boot off our fucking neck, period. And this kind of pettiness, that's just petty. Who cares, right? It's marketing. Brilliant. Shit was brilliant. If you watch the video, I think it's insane I mean, that people think Patty is hurting from any of this. She is already established. Thank so the you. pie wasn't something that was going to break her. No. And and, and for us as women, that, as black women, to, to talk down about her and not uplift her, but you're going and buying Betty Crocker. Girl, say it. Preach. Okay. Someone also said that Patty just, Walmart just took that regular pie and put it in a Patty LaBelle box and blah, blah. It's not her original recipe and all this here. Again, so the fuck what? It's brilliant. It's a genius idea. Don't knock the hustle, right? So I just, there's just such an element of pettiness um, when it comes to black female business. See, because if Steve Harvey came out with a chicken wing goddamn place or something, 
Soy Flay came out with a chicken place, didn't he? Chicken and waffles or some shit. I didn't hear half of this then. All right? We we have yeah. to do better to support each other, and it's not impossible. And it's not all of us. It's just, you know, there's, I mean, I guess uh, if we just focus on the petty people, that would totally outshadow the fact that at $3.48 motherfucking cent a pie, Patty made $2.5 million in a weekend. Now, somebody do the math and break down how many damn pies she sold. So we can't really focus on the five, six, seven, eight thousand petty people when at $3.48 a pie, Patty made $2.5 million in a weekend. That's just in a weekend. It's Monday. I don't know how many pies are sold today. You know? There was one Walmart. They couldn't sell no more because they sold out nationwide. They sold out. They got to go to the factory in Canada that made the pie. Yeah, I'm going to tell you all where it was made. It was made in Canada. It's on the back of the box, right? It's not like it's a goddamn secret, which is sometimes the niggas don't read, okay? But it was made in Canada and distributed by a company in Indiana, I think, or Illinois. I can't remember. Y'all get the box. Check it out for yourself. But they're going to have to go. And that factory in Canada going to have to make 40,000 more pies because people will fall out if there is no pie for Thanksgiving, damn it. <laughs> I want to just point out that she sold these pies in Walmart, which is one of the most controversial controversial chains out now for underpaying minority workers, and was able to oh, shit. still angry Where'd about she what go? she did. Oh, damn it. it. It cut out on you in the middle of what you were saying. It bleeped out like my phone's going dead. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> please put it on charge. Oh, I wanted to hear that. I'm sitting here like, wait, what? The fuck? Wait a minute. She, she, came back in like, oh, she is oh, doing okay. something that not many people can do because she is Patty LaBelle. And she is selling these things in Walmart, which is currently in a struggle to keep its minority support. Well, no, it's not, because we're going to shop at Walmart anyway, and we can say we're not mm-hmm. going to or we want to, but everybody shops at Walmart. And I'm Patty is Walmart. selling these pies yep. for dirt cheap. Yep. For dirt cheap. But you know what? We can both support the protest of black employees at Walmart and also support Patty LaBelle. Damn, Monique's phone died. Sis, I hope you come back. That's all right, though. I think we can do both. See, I don't, I don't live in a linear world. It's one thing that I teach my students, um, and especially in our bitch house sisterhood, we meet every Saturday, but we talk about this a lot. This is why we call ourselves the bitch house sisterhood. I teach a class called The Art of No Fuck Given, and you do have to find your place in this world, and we're not all going to agree, and that's okay. It should not change our ability to find some common ground when it comes to the enrollment and empowerment of ourselves and our sisters and the ability to make them duck it, baby, because I am about that economic growth and development. I absolutely encourage black female entrepreneurship. We invented the shit. It belongs to us. Let's do well at it. We got another call on the line. 267-467, your mic is open. Welcome to the Angry Divas radio show. Tonight's episode is called The Bl- the Global Benefit of Black Female Disempowerment. Did you have something for us this evening? Call 267-467. Two, well, your mic is open, honey. Welcome to the show. Oh, wow. I didn't know. I, I actually didn't have a question. I didn't know I raised my hand. Um, oh. I don't have anything. Sometimes. I just tuned in. <laughs> That's Okay. 
sometimes blog talk um, automatically puts people in every now and then. Um, so it's fine if you, you know, didn't have anything to say yet. What I can do is keep your mic open. You can mute yourself. And then, you know, if you okay, wanted well, to weigh yeah. in, you could just weigh in and be like, wait a minute, what about this right here? <laughs> Thank you. I'm muting myself. <laughs> All right. So everybody else who's listening, if you wanted to, you know, weigh in, say something, ask a question, the call-in number is 347-826-9930. And if you press 1, that will put you in the host queue, and then I can open your mic if you wanted to, you know, say something. But there's just just so many ways for us to tap into the energy and the spirit of wealth and to share that. You know, she called the guy who did the singing review, the first, the original Patty Pie review. Everybody's been jumped on the bandwagon ever since. Yeah, I said it. But the original Patty Pie reviewer, what the hell is his boy's name? Hold on a minute. James. James. Wright Chanel. James Wright Chanel is the boy who did the original um, Patty LaBelle Pie review. And after the review went freaking viral, called him and said, thank you for reviewing my pie. She shared his review to her page, okay? Since then, Jamie Foxx has contacted him, talking about let's do a song together or some shit. You know, he posted some video about singing to, who was it, Angie Stone earlier? Yeah, 21 hours ago. When you get a phone call from Jamie Foxx and he says, you're funny as ever and, oh, my God, you can sing, and you get the invite to come and record, who else but God? All I say is remember that your God was Patty LaBelle because she created that for you. And I wonder if we looked at each other as God, we'd have more respect for ourselves, for one another, for what we can do, for what we put forth on the planet, for our ability to make things manifest. If we looked at each other as gods, as what that word nigga actually means, naga, negus, God. If we actually did that, Mm-hmm. Oh, what a world it would be. It's got me thinking to back to the clip that I played earlier, um, you know, where the sister is talking about the robbery of Africa by the Western world for the sustenance and maintenance of the Western world. One of the things that she said is that we know that the dollar is worthless. And I was thinking about the situation. Oh, my God. I was sharing this with the sisters who came on the Jamaica retreat this year. And I was saying I had a friend, and she had a necklace. And the necklace was 24-karat gold. And she wanted to trade in the necklace. There's a whole story associated with this. And I'm just going to give you all the cliff notes. She wanted to trade in the necklace to buy, I think, a phone, right, an iPhone or something. And to be able to trade in her current phone so she could get one for her son. You know, he was going off to high school, I think. You know, just wanted to make sure he had some way to contact her and be safe. And that makes sense. That does make sense. She took the necklace. She told me about it a week before she was going to go do it. And I said, listen, I said, you don't know this. I'm going to share this with you. Do yourself a favor and look up the present value of gold, the dollar amount per ounce. And then look up the real value of that gold before you do this, please. She coughed her head to the side, and I said, you know I make jewelry, and I work with precious and semi-precious metals. Trust me when I say you want to know this if you're selling gold. 
Okay? So, a week later, she asked me to go with her. I said, all right, I'm going to go. And when I told her I was going to go, I bit the inside of my tongue. I said, oh, shit. What are y'all telling me? What is the spirit saying to me right now? Because I, I, I'm a spiritual woman. Everything is through spirit, by spirit, of spirit. So I always look for what the message is. Learn to slow down and listen to your higher self speak to you sometimes. And your ancestral guides to speak to you sometimes, because they do if we listen. And so my sister friend tells me the details when we're going to meet all this here, and I meet her. And as we're walking, I hear my own grandmother say, shut your mouth. You already told her, don't help her. She has to learn. Every time I went to say something, I either bit the inside of my lip in the exact same spot or that same spot on my tongue. Every fucking time (laughs) I went to say something, I bit my lip or my tongue. I said, okay, that's the message of the day. Shut the fuck up. So I said to her, listen, I can't help you when we go in here. You looked up that shit I told you, right? And she just kind of, I can't help. So I hope you know what you're doing. So we go in. And we enter the door, and she's getting ready to go to the lady. And I snatched her. I said, no, go talk to the Jewish man. There was a Jewish man in the store, by the way, and a Spanish man and a Spanish lady. I said, no, don't talk to neither one of them motherfuckers. Talk to that Jew. After I said it, I bit the same spot on my fucking tongue. And my tongue was hurting by this thing. So I really shut up after that. That was the last straw for me. I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You saying anything else. I'm not. Y'all said don't help her. Damn, girl, you're supposed to be knowing we priestesses what you doing, boo. So she goes to the Jewish guy. And, I mean, he's got this little rabbi jacket thing. No, what do they call it? Like, it's like a scarf or something. I don't know what the real word is for it. Sorry, I just don't. But he had, like, that scarf of, like, Catholic priests and the Baptist priests and everybody wear when they're about to church. And he had on the yarmulke. Clear signs that he was a Jew. And she goes to him. She gives him the gold. He weighs it. I go to look at the scale. The scale says 31 grams. So we're talking about an ounce and almost a half. No, no not an ounce and a half, like an ounce and a quarter, just about a, over a quarter of gold. Immediately, my mind goes to the last time that I checked the value of gold, what the price was, what the amount was per ounce. And I said, oh, my God, wow, she's going to have enough to do this and that and that and that. And that. In my head, I'm just having a conversation in my head because if I open my mouth, I'm going to bite the fuck out of my tongue again. And I ain't trying to have that happen to me. <laughs> so he calls, he weighs it, he looks at it, he does a couple other little things with it, you know, little tests and shit to make sure it was real. And I'm sitting there, she's shaking her head because she's thinking stupid. She's thinking racism. He's making sure I'm giving him real gold. No, honey, he knows exactly what you have. He's looking at the quality. It's not racism. But we have been trained and encouraged to be emotional and not logical or knowledgeable, which I disagree with. One thing that I repetitively say is that ignorance is a damn curse. Knowledge is the power. Knowledge is the power. The more we know, the better our lives are. That's something we all can attest to no matter where we are in this life. So he makes a call, and he's talking in, like, Hebrew for the most part. But he says, no, 
not King David, King Solomon. And I looked right at him. I was like, oh, my God. So I knew what the hell he was talking about. I told the girl. I tried to tell her anyway, way before, a whole week before it all. But I looked at him. He winked at me. He immediately switched back into Hebrew. Like, this little shiksa over here. Can't have her listening in on my conversation. But I was understanding everything he was saying. I was. Intuitively. Tap the fuck in. And so he hangs up the phone. And he says the following. And I want you all to pay attention to this. This is the most important part of the whole fucking story. He says to her, what do you want? Do you want is what he said to her. She says, in a very meek, unsure, I mean, her whole body language is showing her fucking ignorance, right? And I'm just standing there looking at her. I want to slap her in the back of the head. I do. I just want to slap her upside the back of her fucking head because I told her. I'm just standing there watching her, right? <laughs> he says, what do you want? She says, I, I mean, like, what would you give it to me for? So I screamed the name out. I said, hey. He said, what do you want? And at that moment, I bit both the side of my tongue and the inside of my lip, and I just stood there holding my mouth, literally. Like, if you say one more fucking word, and this pain gets any worse, you dumbass. I told you to shut the fuck up. So she looks at me, and she lets her plan come out of her mouth. And her plan was to buy an iPhone. And the first thing we did was went to the iPhone place, the place you're going to get the damn phone from, and they wanted $400 for it, right? I think it was like an iPhone 4 or something, because that was popular at the time. That was a popular one. Tell you how long ago this was. <laughs> we'll be on iPhone 17 by now. But the place that she went to that she wanted to buy this phone from, right, was charging $400. So she lets that come out of her mouth. At least 400 And at that point, I face-palmed and turned my back. Because now I'm shaking. I'm shaking. And it's reminding me of this episode of a show I saw. It's called Gem Hunters. And these people in Ethiopia climb into this deep-ass cave. And by deep, I mean like vertically, down, you know, going down deep into a crevice in the earth that was probably made by a damn meteor way back in the way back. But they go down and they get these beautiful wellow opals, and wellow opals are absolutely stunning. Opal, period. Black opals, wellow opals, they are just gorgeous. And they are worth so much money. And after they risked their lives going down into this cave, they come up. And the white people who were doing the show wanted to go and see the mines, but they weren't going to risk their lives to go down. So they just stood there and waited for everybody to come back up. And I'm seeing children. I'm seeing elders. And a parcel that was worth $20,000, they talked them down to 200 USD. And they were proud of themselves for having done it. And I remember when I saw that, I started to weep. I said, they just sold their mother. That's mama. That's mama earth. Resources. These are, it's worth more than that sorry-ass fucking American dollar, but look at what the world has done, right? 
look at what this world has done, these Western powers, this nation, this whole culture, this global cult of whiteness has done against the great dark mother. And I started to weep. And then I heard the mother get on me about the way I valued myself too. And it taught me a lesson on the depression and the disempowerment of black women, that we don't know our value. And not only do we not know our value, but we don't know when we've got value in our fucking hands. Because we've been repetitively shown images that depict us as poor or less than, less intelligent, less beautiful, less valuable, less worthy of protection, less, 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 less. We have absorbed that shit. And the number that it has done on the collective psyche of black women globally, there is, it's invaluable, the loss. We don't know what we have lost. We don't understand the value of what we lose every fucking day. We don't really understand that because if we did, the rage that would rack over this fucking planet of black women alone would be so powerful that it would bring the system to its knees. It would bring this system to its knees. And this is why I do what I do. I feel it is not only my duty but my honor to teach black women about our lost her story, culture, the value of ourselves. We were once the very face of God around the globe. I had a, a white woman, a white sister, come to the page the other day, the fan page, and I posted, <laughs> this is actually pretty funny. I'm going to go to the page and find this. But I posted on Angry Divas this picture of Oya, or Yemaya, let me get it right, picture of Yemaya and a picture of the goddess on the Starbucks cup, right? with the following, that moment when all the Christian slaves protest the lack of Christmas trees on a cup to celebrate their repurposed, a.k.a. stolen pagan holiday, while completely ignoring the African goddess who graces the cup as a logo. I'm going to need y'all to have several seats. And then I posted all of this about Yemaya. And so the sister, her name was Tasha Lunsford. And she said, I didn't know there was an African goddess two-tailed mermaid as well. Fascinating. A lot of folklore is found in multiple areas. Christmas is definitely originally a pagan holiday. The logo is supposedly of the Norse siren, two-tailed mermaid. Again, didn't know there was an African goddess, two-tailed mermaid as well. Very interesting. So I said to her, all mythos are copies or appropriations of the originals, and it all started in Africa. Hence, we are all related or connected. Of course, been a whitewashing of the original mother going on around the nation. If you think that this over-celebration of fake white female beauty is only in the realm of Hollywood and glamour, you're wrong. It's also in the repurposing of the original mother, where they took her from being dark offset to white Mary, mother of Jesus. This shit is deep. It's deeper than we even allow ourselves to conceive of, to consider. And I think it's because we have been so lambasted for our righteous indignation. So long the word angry and black woman have come together as a pejorative instead of as a power. 
that we do shirk our duty and our responsibility to feel everything that we feel, to honor what we feel, to access the power of what we feel. Women everywhere all over the planet are put down as emotional. We're not the ones who start wars and blow up people's children. We're not the one who kills the entire family because we couldn't have our fucking way. There's a very clear difference between feeling, being intuitive, which are things that we should celebrate and we did celebrate before the denunciation and the degradation of the divine feminine, especially the divine dark feminine. Now, it is a bad thing to be intuitive. You are a witch, which really just means a wise woman, so look at what they don't want you to be. Hmm. Wise, connected to the earth, especially to nature, to the planet. I saw this clip of a poem by Naraya Wahid. She said, I put my palm over an atlas and I asked the world, where does it hurt? And she said, everywhere, 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 every fucking where. Everywhere that there is a woman who is hurting, everywhere that there is pettiness, everywhere that there's destruction of the earth and her kingdoms, of her daughters and our daughters, there's pain. And this pain, and I talk about this all the time, is passed down through genetics, it's passed down through history or her story, and it's not something that we're ever encouraged to examine and to understand and to unpack. And it's your power. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself as a woman, especially as a black woman. Why? Because it's going to help you to value yourself, to see the value of what belongs to you and the value of what is robbed of you every single day. Whether it's in Africa or Jamaica, the World Bank bankrupted every black nation that sought sovereignty and freedom from both the French and British crown. I shared an article on Angry Divas, how France loots its former colonies. But there are 14 nations, 14 African countries that only ever have access to 15% of their own money. So France is taking 65% of their foreign currency reserves, plus another 20% for financial liabilities. 15% of all of their currency in these 14 African nations is being taken by France. For what? For the right to fucking be free. Ever since the Jamaicans sought their independence and freedom from the British crown, one, let me see, 1,000 Jamaican dollars is like six USD. Okay? One thousand Jamaican dollars is six dollars USD. Think about the things that are being done around the world for a dollar that's not backed by gold. Think about that the next time you go to buy gold. Are you really buying gold? Especially if you can afford it, because the dollar is worth nothing compared to the value of gold. They got us tricked that you can buy these metals. 
instead of us going on trips to go and collect them ourselves. <laughs> Fear-mongering and disempowerment to keep us from connecting to ourselves, to our roots, to our values. All right, I'm going to open the call lines because y'all know I will just go on. Caller 518-445, your mic is open. Welcome to the show tonight. I hope you've been enjoying it. I know you're new calling in. Did you have something Hello? you wanted to say? Hey, welcome. Caller 518 Oh, y'all got me on the air? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I think Blog Talk might have automatically put you through. You might not have meant to come through. But did you have something you wanted to say anyway? We always appreciate when people call in. Welcome. Welcome. No, I just, I just, just got on, so I kind of like missed the, the main, you know, point of everything. Okay. I was just trying to catch a little bit before you guys got off because it seemed like an interesting topic. Thank you very much. Um, well, hopefully what you can do or what you will do is check out the archive because it will be available, I'm going to end the show in about eight minutes, and it will be mm-hmm. available in about a half hour or so so you can, you know, catch it from the start. Um, fast forward to the first half hour because that's just me playing music. <laughs> But okay. um, you're welcome to, to hear it. But one thing that I wanted to say before we close out, because, you know, we are getting short on time, is something that I repeat all the time and something that I always go over in our classes, especially when we're doing our book studies. When we've done the Sibylline Oracle book study, the Sibyls, the name of the book is the Sibyls, the first prophetess of Mamiwata, the theft of African prophecy by the Catholic Church. And it is by a woman named Mama Zogby. I encourage you to get that book. It's on lulu.com. That's L-U-L-U. And the title of the book, again, is, you say it slow. Y'all know I'm the bell of Boston, and Bostonians talk quick. The title of the book is The Sibyls, the first prophetess of Mami Wata, the theft of African prophecy by the Catholic Church. I encourage you to get that book and to read and study it. I also, always and also encourage people to get the book, The Great Cosmic Mother. It is a heavy read. It's going to challenge everything you've ever been told to be true, all the things you think you know, which is good. Because if you're not learning and growing, you might as well be dead. But yes. I encourage you to get and read it. Because is my energy that strong? <laughs> I'm sorry, is, is my energy that strong? What do you mean by that? What do you mean? Because I pretty much just got on the phone and I just got on the air. Like, that doesn't happen. Oh, well, honey, I don't know if it's that or not, but I just was opening all the call lines. I have another caller, too. Um, let me oh, open okay. this line before they, they hang up on me. Eight one zero two eight seven. Welcome to the show, baby. Did you have something you wanted to say? Weigh oh, in, sure. ask a question. Bo- oh, shit. It's your boy Gino. I just uh, called ah! in just to hear you. I, mean. <laughs> I, I got to say, you know, y'all. I hope y'all don't take no offense to this, but Diva is loving the dick energy on the line tonight. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just here to listen. I ain't got no comment. You All know right. me. I just my mind business is blurred. No problem. That's Brother Gino. Um, I, mm-hmm. I do enjoy messing with him every now and again, talk a little shit. But anyhow, let's get back into the topic. I encourage everybody to get those two books and study them because there's a lot about us that has been erased and expunged from our memory and that's not taught to us. And one of those things is the importance and the centrality of our women to the success of our race. We talk a lot about our brothers, and I don't knock it, but we cannot forget the mothers of the race, the gods of the race, your black woman. There used to be a day 
when all of us understood that the woman was connected to the land, that we were connected to nature, and that to honor the earth and to honor the woman is a holy and sacred thing. It's the thing that kept harmony within our families, within ourselves. There used to be a day when there wasn't necessarily a war between us even. Yeah, we had our disagreements, we had our differences of opinion, because that's what's going to happen when you've got two polar opposites. But we had a tradition and a system that taught us to honor the polarities, not to be against polarities, but to honor it because as above, so below. We have the sun and the moon, day and night, hot and cold, male and female. We were to honor those polarities and study them as parts of ourselves, as parts of our own self-study and self-development. Of course, when we were taken away from that and forced brutally into accepting someone else's system, it upset the balance. But that's neither here nor there. It might not be our fault, but it is our collective fucking responsibility to remember who we are, period, point blank. Every last one of us. And to study can one another question? as we study ourselves. Yes, you absolutely can. This is the first vote, the 518, right? Give me a name to call you real quick. Give me a name to call oh, you so I'm they not like me, calling you a number. My name is Peace God. That's my name, Peace God. Positive energy always peace creating elevation. God. I love yeah. that. Peace God. Well, I'm right. Peace yeah. God. I just said at the yeah. start of the show, what if we called each other God? Peace God. Yeah, that's my name, Welcome. Peace God. Am I... <laughs> Welcome, Peace God. <laughs> I like Thank that. You. I like that a lot. All right, what's your question? Like, I'm always I'm about the knowledge of self, you know. My main my main problem is getting the um the black female to even be attracted to anything, uh, be attracted to their self. Period. It's it's kind of hard. It's like the hardest thing in the world. Can you see why though? When everywhere you look, there's I some can... white woman. And every time you turn around, someone saying black women are the most unattractive bitches on the fucking planet, black bitches ain't shit for hoes tricks, and all of this other fuckery. Can you see why, brother? Because I'm going to tell you, I wrestled with it. I did. Now I'm probably one of the most um, humbly arrogant bitches on the goddamn planet. I know I'm great. <laughs> I know I'm yeah, not. Yeah, it's you crazy. Know? But it, was, it took a while to get there. And and it took yeah. a lot of self study, as you said. It it does knowledge of your fucking self, and yeah, that came through the the study of the dark mother, and really connecting to the right of the dark mother, the dark feminine, to be her fabulous self. Even understanding that the the earth, that I am the earth. The earth does not give a fuck about you. She is not partial. If it's gonna be a tornado, your babies, your cows, your men, your women, your chicks, your child. They all go. There's going to be an earthquake. There's going to be a quake. There's going to be a tsunami. There's going to be a tsunami. The earth is not partial. And that's the dark mother. That's dark, the side of the dark mother that we are afraid of in ourselves as black women. And, of course, even some of our sons have been taught that because that's what they absorb. That's what they see, that we fear our power and our right to the authority of that power. And that is something that's very difficult when you're taught stupid shit by other women, mind you. And I always say it's the women's responsibility. We cannot blame the men. We are the creators of culture. Even this fucked up one, we made it. Let's take control of this shit and change it because that's being God. Is it not peace, God? 
how can you be God if you're not responsible for your life, for yourself, for your future, for your destiny, for whatever it is you desire to see made manifest? I know. That's why I'm going hard for my woman. I'm going actually, I'm going so hard. It's unbelievable. But it's, it's just, I know what we've been through, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I know that we're awakening now. So Of course. So, and then what the I'm finding the is the brothers are giving up because they're, they're trying, and I, I, I'm a barber. So, I, you know, I talk to brothers, you know, like we all go through the same things at the same time. They don't know that, you know, they're pretty much being controlled. That's why this happens, but this is what's going on. So the brothers are trying. They're even going back to the black woman, and then, they, you know, they go through it, and then they end up just giving up. Wait, pause. Please, pause. Like, hold on, hold on. Hold on, brother. Hold on. Hold that thought. Please don't forget it. Y'all, 60 seconds before the show goes into overtime, if you don't call in now, like if you're in the chat room or you're listening online, it's going to cut you the fuck off. So 347-826-9930, call in, press 1 so you can wait in, because we're going into overtime. When we go into overtime, if you're not on the call, I cut you out. You got like 33 seconds and counting, um, 347-826-9930. Peace, God, back to you, um, back to what you were saying. Okay. Like, the brothers are giving up. I'm not giving up because I know that, you know, our time is now. So it's it's going to come. I just need from a, a from a goddess, a top goddess, a top knowledge and self-goddess, a method I could use to get through my young black woman and let them know who they are and let them know that, like, listen, this knowledge and self is just not another gibberish because they look at it as just another gibberish thing that, you know, brothers are kicking and it's really not, you know, helping anything. You know, but I just, I just, just want to get a woman's perspective because it's, it's, it's very hard for me to run into somebody of your kind. Period. If, if I, if I do at all, so you know, I know. I just need input. I, I understand what you're saying, and so many different thoughts come to mind. So give me a moment to be my verbose self and address everything you said because you said a damn mouthful. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't. You're fine. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> It's okay. You talk fast like I do, so I'm just going to try to keep up with what you oh, just said. Oh, okay. Um, I'm in New York. So one I, don't, of the, I don't know where y'all at. I knew it. I knew it. You know us northerners just talk fast by nature. It's just what we do, baby. Yeah, we do. <laughs> That's just what we do. So, all right. The first thing you said was the brothers is giving up on the sisters. And, you know, uh, because I watch I'm a barber. I watch brothers go through it. I watch them yes. be with girls and, and I, be with girls, and then they, mm-hmm. you know, they end up giving up because they be telling they be like, "Yo, I'm trying, but it's hard." And I'm like, "I'm trying to give them knowledge because they don't understand what's going on completely, but I do." So that's why they talk to me. The brothers don't understand that it's not their fucking place to teach a woman. Sorry, y'all. And there, there's certain type of women that y'all can teach, right? Well, we're not trying to teach them. I, I don't. I don't. Wait, I'm not wait, trying wait, to cut you wait, off. Wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Let me finish my thought. Okay. Let me finish my thought because you don't even know what I'm saying yet. Hold on. Okay, I ain't even okay. like, right? Don't, don't, don't mess up my climax. Don't change the stroke okay. in the middle of my climax. Now, just, oh my God. <laughs> let me, let me just say this. There are many different kinds of women, like there's many different kinds of men. There are some women who will hear what you have to say, take that shit, and run with it. There are some women who do not trust shit that a man says to them. That's just real. Okay? Let's be real about it. And they ain't trying to hear it. I had a man try to tell me the black woman is God, and I could not hear it until a black woman said it to me. Because I thought that it was a pussy hustle, and I was like, man, fuck this shit. These niggas now running God, black woman is God games and shit, you know? Um, and so I kept, my, I kept my Jesus dick suckery until a black mother, a black crone, said that to me. 
and began to show me evidence and give me book references and stuff. And I started taking classes with her, um, signing up for her, her classes, her studies and such the like. And that's how it started in me. I also came through in feminism, which the black women, black men hate to hear that word, and some black women too. But the reason that it was important to me, and it was a black feminist uh, group that I came in with, was because we were focusing on issues that black suck. It was it was feminism and womanism, um, and understanding that black womanism and black feminism was allowing for me to focus on not just the female side of me, but the black side of me and what it was doing, not just to my sisters, but to my brothers, not just to mother's daughters, but to mother's sons, which at the time was very, very important to me. I was one of those, let's help everybody kind of folks. And then I came into just focusing on myself. And that's something that's very hard for a black woman because we are taught from the cradle so whenever we become awake, if we do wake up, and quite a few are, that our job is to help everybody else at the expense of ourselves, to sacrifice ourselves, to so-called be there for other people. And I think that that's one of the most backward things in the world, but it's coming from mothers training their daughters a certain way. It's coming from, you know, being afraid to break the mold. It's coming from thinking that there's only one true which is not the world, the universe, everything is filled with infinite possibilities. So as soon as you think you locked on to one, that's just one of many. And if that one don't work, try something else. But it was difficult to get to that point where I could um, even have a conversation with a man, and especially a black man. And and if you go back in the archives of the show, you will see that I wouldn't even let y'all fucking speak on my goddamn show. Fucking <laughs> beginning, I'm so angry with y'all. I was so fucking pissed off with all of you. And like, fuck the black man. He ain't shit. <laughs> and so it, it took a lot of needing to get that out of my system. And think about the literal meaning of that, to get something out of one system. Like if you got phlegm in your chest, you won't cough and hack that shit up and spit it out. It's the same thing. So the brothers might need to get that shit out of their system talking to you. And it's great that you are somebody who has the knowledge you do and who feels the way that you do about the family because they don't – the barbershop and the beauty shop is like our sacred, let's get this shit off our chest face, right? Yeah. Is yeah. it not? Yeah. Yes, it is. And so it's great to have people in those spaces who can build and make that into something more than just a bitching session, whether it's men bitching or it's women bitching, so that it's more than just venting. It's more than just getting it off our chest, but it's taking it out of our fucking hearts and leaving room for us to reconnect to that love of ourselves. And the black man can't love himself if he don't love his black mother. Because it's his black mother who makes him black. I don't care how many pussies you put your seed into, the only bitch on the fucking planet who can give birth to your black ass is me. Don't you never forget it. We are your gods. You be as dumb as you want to be, but you have to accept your role in it. And the black man did have a role in the fall of the black woman, but so too did his mother. And that's what I address over here, the betrayal of the sister to the sisterhood, to go against sister for mister, not realizing that we can have the honor of both, that you are a reflection and extension of me. You are a different formation of me, that your penis is my vagina, the head of your penis is my cervix, your damn testicles is my ovaries, your vast deference is my fallopian tube. You got nipples, you can't nurse. Your damn prostate is my womb. You are me. You are me. 
we fall against ourselves believing in other people's interpretations of us and we don't do a real study of ourselves. Start with your physical self, the tangible, the shit you can see and touch and, and, and understand real quick. And that takes you into more esoteric concepts because as above, so below. But we don't even have real knowledge of our bodies, ourselves. And that's something that's a spell against us as well. That's something that's deteriorating our health and our wealth and our connections to each other. So what can you tell the brothers? What, a woman's perspective on what you can tell the brothers. That just help them remember who they were before they came into whatever awareness they have now. That it was a process and that growth takes time and so does change. Because change is the one fucking constant in the whole world. But it's the thing that everybody hates and takes issue with. That's the only thing that's constant, that everything is going to change. That's the one thing you can fucking depend on, people. Everything is going to change. And we're seeing the black woman awaken. She has been put to sleep. And then while sleep, they try to choke her out. And that's hard to get up from. You know, every story on the planet tells us that the man is first and primary and we came from his fucking rib and, you know, there's all these rib witch stories and bullshit on the planet, um, and, and dark is evil. And is that not racist? Is that not the very basis of every bit of racism we experience, that dark is equated with evil? So we don't study our dark mothers, the dark goddesses, the dark God herself, and understand that there's more than one type of woman and one, more than one archetype that we can aspire to be. But every one that they put forth for us is to tell us that we're less than or we're temptresses or we went against God the Father you know, and tempted man to fall and all of this whole fucking story, you know? But there's more than that. And so a lot of sisters don't have access to that. Even when I try to teach on it, you know, um, when I teach my classes, the sisters can sign up already and they're about it. But there are many people who lurk my page and talk shit because they're Christians and can't get with it. Get the fuck off my page then. I don't even understand why you want angry either, okay? I make no secret that I am a dark bitch and a dark bitch god and a dark witch at that and I don't fuck around. So I don't even understand why they're on the page. But you have a lot of this, people who are afraid to study themselves. And there's literally nothing you can do with that other than make a book recommendation and back the fuck up. I had a brother do that with me. So I was very upset with men at the time. He just gave me the book recommendation and backed the hell away. And I was like, good. That's how, how you can handle your knowledge. That, huh? He couldn't handle you? He can't handle you? Very few of you can. <laughs> Somebody can. <laughs> <laughs> Very few of you can um, But there are some who can There are some who can roll with talking to me But he just gave me the book recommendation And he backed away And that's something that I think the brothers could take as an example Hands the knowledge and back the fuck up But too many brothers are trying to get their dicks in too And of course she's going to snap on you Because we know We know Can I ask another question? Sure All right now, a lot of brothers, a lot of brothers, um, you know, they like they're pretty much just awakened, like naturally, like they just don't go for the, um, you know, for the, for the, for the, um, the boom basil, whatever you want to call it, you know. The sisters, I'm recognizing there are some awake sisters, but I'm just recognizing there's way more awake brothers and sisters. Why is that, like? On a natural, on a natural scale, on a natural balance, especially if y'all is like the mothers and the gods and stuff, wouldn't y'all be more awakened, getting awakened first? I'm not. I'm just a question. I'm just, just curious. Well, I'm glad you asked that question because something that we don't 
seem to believe to be possible is that God can be cursed. But if we look at the black woman, that is indeed true. That God can fall, that God can be cursed, that God can be put to sleep, and that God can be kept to slumber. And so what happens because of, and and this is, this sort of belief that God can't be cursed comes from these Abrahamic faiths and this white Jesus dick suckery that a lot of us was indoctrinated to first. Whether it was white Jesus or Arab Allah, whoever your dick God was, when you got started, um, that's where this comes from. Because we think that nothing can happen to God because of the way that they've rewritten the story and, and the theft and the robbery and, like you said, the bamboozling. Mm-hmm. But yes, why does it why does it stick to women and doesn't stick to men? It's hard though, because the women are, are ride with it, but the men would be like, nah, that I felt like that was bull, bull crap my whole life. Like you know, I, that's what I'm trying to get at the scale of balance of why are we are just that more awakened than a woman? I don't, I'm, I'm trying to understand. Well, first you have to think about it like this: that women are receivers of energy. And that if, mm-hmm. that was not, if not if, but since the woman was the first God, the way to keep her asleep, the way to keep her away from her knowledge, her power of herself, is to teach her that something outside of herself is God. Why it's so easy for you brothers to quote-unquote wake up is you are not the motherfuckers under attack here. That's the false belief among a lot of black men. But the attack is okay. not against you because you can look at that that God, that Allah, that Jehovah, that Jah, that um, whoever the hell dick it is, and see yourself. But we don't fit in that narrative. As much as they tell us that God has no gender, let me say Mother God, and somebody going to get pissed off and talk about it. It's Father. It's Father God. You know, and I've had a man to say that to me, interestingly enough. So I don't know so much if it's that men are more awake. I think that it's really it's what you're around. You might talk to more men um, and deal with more brothers because, you know, y'all hang out with each other. Um, and then this, this is saying to me, and, you know, I hope you don't take offense because I really would hate to have to cuss you out, but the kind of women that you entertain and or attracted to, you need to check yourself, boo. Because if you're not meeting women who are awake and aware and that's what you want, Something is wrong. Your intention is not, your impact and your intentions do not match. And that's, that's a sign of bad magic and bad alchemy. Your intent and your impact need to be one in what you do. And if your impact is off from your intention, something went wrong along the way. You need to go back and fix it so that you can get the impact that you desire in your life. And that's just a life lesson no matter which way we apply it. That's for everybody. Because, right. you know, for a long time, I wasn't meeting, I wasn't encountering or aware that there were black men who were awakening. Um, and they're awakened to a certain level. And that level doesn't seem to always make it to the, the black woman is my God and my creator and I must honor her and worship her and see that as an honor to myself because this is my source. The same way that people would pay honor to their dick God. It's not until we start talking about that black woman as God that we got to hear shit like equality. Since when has God been equal to the creation of God? Never, never, never until that God is a black woman. Now we're looking for equality and balance and shit like that. Where are the black men who are building up the black women? Where are the black men for all of the attack on the black woman? And we see this shit, what's going on. 
to see the state of our sisters. Where are the black men who are calling black women beautiful without trying to slide their dick in? Where are the black men who see a woman in need of help, and he helps her not because she's beautiful and he would like to get her number and date her, have his boys to see him doing this shit and be like, yeah, she's a bad bitch, but just because she's a fucking woman and a black woman or a mother. How do we see this happen and this change? Because I tell you, I don't see it much in America, but I travel through the Caribbean. And one, I talk about Jamaica all the time. I know y'all probably sick of hearing me talk about Jamaica, but oh, well, I'm going to talk about it again. I absolutely love the people, the way that and everybody ain't perfect. Everywhere you go, there's assholes and fucks, you know, thieves and shit like that going on. But to see people engage, to, to see how easily the men help women, especially those of us who are American, which I know you the exotic beauty, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> there's the other side of that where I see that the men have no problem with being sweet to women, you know, addressing a pretty, hey, pretty girl, can you pass me the salt at a restaurant? Pretty girl, to the girl who's bringing uh, the juice over or whatever, or the food that he ordered. Pretty girl, do you have any hot sauce? I just marveled at that, like, oh, wow. Everybody had their own little different flair. But there was a lot of, you know, complimentariness. People calling each other brother and sister and auntie and things like that. We're so hard in this nation. And I tell you, there's a real difference. There really is. I, I notice it even in myself that I get real, like, fuck you when I get here. You know? I hate that. But it's because people are so hungry for good energy that you got to protect yourself. You never know what kind of sick shit going to try to move over on you. Black women don't feel protected, brother. Do you understand that? If we don't feel safe. I, oh, yeah, I understand. Yeah, I definitely understand that. I, I definitely understand that. But my thing is, I think I think the brothers are not getting a lot of credit, especially in America. I think the brothers are not getting a lot of credit. Yeah, not that right. we, you know, not not that we're looking for credit, because you got to yes, understand y'all are. that. Oh, stop you, that way, Paul. No, we're not no, looking for credit, Mister. To be honest with you, we're not looking for credit. We're looking. <laughs> yes, y'all we're are. Looking for, looking for we're looking for We're looking for just pretty much an agreement to get along. That's it. That's all. Like the brothers oh. I'm encountering with, you know. Like we're not looking for. We're not trying to teach the woman. We're just trying to get along. Our hardest thing is our enemy is the is the person. We're sleeping with before we even hit the streets. Like we're having arguments, and we can't even decide if, if what we're going to eat for breakfast is the right thing. You know, like most of I the know. women these days don't even cook. So the brothers well, are dealing I... with. <laughs> uh, we're dealing with the woman as because we understand what they're going through, what we've been through. But at the mm-hmm. same time, the brothers are like, okay, but well, when are we going to wake up? Because. We're here. We're we're with them. You know what I'm saying. The the brothers compliment. You know, I'm I'm with the young brothers. I see them compliment. I see them taking care, their kids and stuff like that. You know, to understand and um, because it's like one person can come to me with a situation, and then ten other brothers come to me with the same situation. So I'm looking at it like, all right, it's either we're being controlled and don't know it, which we are being controlled. You know what I'm saying. And then like the other thing you were saying with the woman and um. The men, the, I think it, it's just a lot more men, like, like if I Google anything right now about knowledge and stuff, it's just a lot more men are going to pop up that's putting in work about the knowledge and stuff like that. There are women because the first thing I do, the first thing I do is when I talk to a female, I, I pull out an elderly female because I know I can't teach a woman because I'm not a woman. So I already know I'm going to have to 
if she isn't in the right direction already, I'm going to have to bring an elderly woman to, to, to something, a book or something, you know, a novelty, something yeah. of an elderly woman yeah. because I'm not a man. I'm a man. I can't teach a woman. I know this was well, wait, but we're not, we're not trying to teach them. We're simply trying to get along. We're just trying to understand when are they going to want to get along. <laughs> Peace, God. I have a question for you if you don't mind. Okay. Can you tell me two black women authors that have put out what you call knowledge of self? Two? Just two. Um, I could tell you one. Um, Audra Crazy's wife, his wife, and um, Shajara Ali. Nigga, this is nigga say Shahrazad Ali. Oh, man. <laughs> Did you say, wait a minute. Did you say Shahrazad Ali? Yes. <laughs> Bro. Because Brother, when I go, because when I go online, wait, these wait, are people that wait, 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 pause. I muted you real quick, and I'm gonna open your mic back up. But I need a second. Diva needs a fucking minute on that one. Okay. Oh man. I need a minute, minute for everybody, so I'm muting everybody right now, and I will open all mics back up. But I need a minute. Okay. Diva took a deep breath. My blood pressure is not going to go up, and I'm not going to scream. But I needed a fucking minute on that so that I can put out the following. After, as I said earlier, the book, The Sibyls, The First Prophetess of Mamiwata, of African Prophecy by the Catholic Church, by Mama Hunan Zogby, also known as Vivian Hunter Hendrew. Mama Zogby, and the book is available on lulu.com. Another book that I want to put on, this is by, these are by black women, okay? It's called The Great Black Mama of Creation by Dr. Suzar. There are a couple of copies available on Amazon. I suggest you snatch them up because these books are out of print, and she's editing it. When I spoke to her editor, her editor said she's editing the book. She's going to put out a new release of it. I can't wait for this shit to drop. But those are just two books. My black women are talking about knowledge, all right? And I appreciate the brother saying that when he looks things up, that's what he finds. Um, and I understand that, and I had to take a minute to shut everything down so I could hear you um, because something that I know to be true about us black people is we, we feel things very deeply, and that can cause us to be a bit emotional and not hear what people are saying. But I'm going to tell y'all to never again mention that woman's name on my show ever again. Okay? Now, I encourage matriarchal matriarchs, not these patriarchal matriarchs or these pandering bitches. I encourage us to study from bitch goddesses, dark goddesses women who take us back to the original and remind us and reveal that mother that has been hidden, covered up, suppressed, repressed, and just reduced throughout the thousands of centuries of men's fuckery and disgustingness against the original mother. Now, I'm trying to keep Angry Diva in the closet. But I'm not happy every time I think about that, that woman's name being mentioned on my show. 
But I do forgive the brother <laughs> for three seconds because you did not know who I am. And this is why I encourage the brothers to listen to the sisters because we are not all the same. And, you know, it's sad to say, but it's true, that New York is overly inundated with broken black women. Just no hope, babies, and some old shit, you know? Um, don't take care of themselves. And then there are some very beautiful sisters as well. But I just, I know that New York ha- is having a problem with uh, the, the women, and it's because of the beating down of the women's psyches. It's because of uh, men taking women away from studying themselves. It's because men like that brother would even dare to say that sister's name on my show. This sister has said that it is holy for a black man to slap or punch a black woman. We're not going to ever encourage that here. Not here where we encourage and teach on the importance and the centrality of the original mother and the worship of the original mother. Brother, you told more about yourself than I think you realize, and I see you just, you know, hung up good. Um, we're, we're not going to have that here. I, had, I just had to mute everybody. I'm going to open people's mics back up now. Um, Gino, your mic is open. And call it 301-404. Sorry, baby, you've been on the line for a while, and I haven't opened your mic. Did you have something you wanted to say or weigh in, ask a question, whatever? Call it 301-404. Your mic is open. Welcome to the show. Okay, I guess you didn't mean to have your mic open. That's fine. Um, you know, did you you had something you wanted to say before I had to take a couple of deep fucking breaths and calm the hell down on this motherfucker. Anyway, y'all know yeah, I got correct real bad. <laughs> Don't tempt me. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Oh man, oh I didn't realize God. that. Um, I didn't. I didn't realize that the uh, my, the mic was communal. I thought it was one by one, so I didn't even realize you guys could hear me. <laughs> oh. oh man. <laughs> No, I could hear you. I was like, I need to mute everybody. Go ahead. So you must, you must have heard. So you must have heard me yell, Charizard Ali's. Oh no. <laughs> oh man, all I can say is that when I hear brothers say some shit like to the extent of, oh, what these black women don't cook, I just shake my fucking head. Cause I mean, you know, when I hear niggas complain, cause, you know, I hear a lot of niggas complain. You know, I make statuses and I piss a lot of people off because people say I'm pandering to black women. But I always tell folks. Why would you know? Why wouldn't I want? Why wouldn't I want to you know so-called pander to the one who graced me, right? Thank you. you know, Wait a minute. Uh, Hand clap. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and pander to you know Kim Kardashian and all these other little bras that these folks out here are trying to get on season chicken from. I ain't got time for that foolishness. But uh, when a brother sits here and says some shit about you know these black women can't cook, nigga, how come you can't cook? I got three. I got like five or six cookbooks right here, and I'm trying to learn how to cook. I mean, why oh, are you trying you to know, like? While you while you said that about the cooking thing, I'm sorry, Gino, I'm gonna cut you off, but it's my show, so I feel entitled. Um, <laughs> but when he said that, I just started laughing. I don't know if y'all heard me laugh. I might have muted myself because I can cook, but I don't cook, and my men cook for me, and it's an honorable thing. It's a beautiful thing. What a man cooking? That's the sexiest motherfucking thing in the world. Are you shitting me? A man can cook. And you can eat it, it ain't going to kill you? <laughs> what? That shit is sexy, okay? Like, 
out. Now, mm-hmm. you know, put an apron on and don't wear nothing else and cook for me so I can watch you, but watch your work. Watch your back muscles. Watch your back muscles. You don't need an apron so that grease don't pop you because you know you're going to fry some chicken eventually with some fish. So you, <laughs> you don't need it so your grease don't pop you. But anyway, let me stop cutting. No, I, I thought that it was beautiful, my thought, and I just was laughing. Oh, y'all niggas want to go back to 1950. That's one of them 1950 ass niggas. That's a nigga who go to his mama house to this day, and his mama cooks for him. <laughs> and I was talking to a sister about that earlier. She was saying, I don't know what the hell happened to the black woman when she began to to. She said the son is not a man. That's her man. I said, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it ruins them. It ruins them because then they quote-unquote, grow up. Actually, they grow tall. They don't really grow up. They grow tall. And then mm-hmm. they are, they think that they have the right to step to a goddess talking that knowledge mm-hmm. of self shit, but don't even know that their mother is God. You don't know shit, motherfucker. You don't even know that your mother is God. So you don't know mm-hmm. shit about your fucking self. You know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. come in the presence of a queen and not know to shut the fuck up and listen to mother speak. Especially to an mm-hmm. oracle. Oh, they don't know nothing. They don't, mm-hmm. and they think that they do. And, brother, I tell you, this is the same thing I tell the sisters. For everything mm-hmm. you think you know, it's still nothing in the grand scheme of the all that is all. And that's where mm-hmm. we fall short. That's where that all will sin and fall short of the glory of being God. Being was a race. Mm-hmm. But we will all sin and fall short of the glory of being God. We will all make choices that are against ourselves against our best interests and our highest good and fall short of our own glory of being God. And that's what everybody needs to be focused on. So you're never going to meet a God in the feminine when you are not mm-hmm. honorable to the God, the feminine, in yourself. And a lot of black men have that problem. Now, something I saw the other day, this was interesting. You know, I've been back in America for like two, three weeks. Terrible, and already mm-hmm. I, I had to, I had to have some chicken, right? So I, ain't, I, I had uh, gone off the meat. I know I had I did it. Yeah, I'm an owner. I did that shit, and my body made me pay for it because I ain't had meat in the whole year, almost the whole year, you know. Um, the meat, but the meat was yeah, you know, but it's not that good for you. Um, and and I, I see the difference. I experiment on myself all the time, though. But that's neither here nor there. Anyway, I'm at the place and I'm waiting for my mm-hmm. order. And no, I'm waiting. Yeah, I called it ahead, but I went to pick it up. And there was this boy in line. He steps to the side and he lets this white girl go ahead of him, right? And I'm like, what? hmm, wait, wait. I'm going to watch. Because she was there before me. She was behind him, but ahead of me. Right. So I, I, I start mm-hmm. to think to myself if this little brown skinned motherfucker with his nappy hair lets mm-hmm. this mess head looking bitch go ahead of me and doesn't mm-hmm. let me go. I'm going to probably say something to his ass. <laughs> right. But I didn't let it show. I just had that conversation with myself in my head. So hmm. she orders her chicken, whatever. She steps to the side. Now it's his turn. Right. He turns and he looks at me. He says, you can go ahead. And I did a double hmm. take because I had already decided hmm. in my head that he was doing this shit because the girl was white, right? And so I said, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. eat your words. He's hmm. doing it because y'all are female, because you're women. Mm-hmm. Let the women go first. Let the women eat first. Mm-hmm. Huh? Let the women okay. eat first. Okay? So mm-hmm. I look at him. I says, thank you. I step up. I tell him, you know, I already called ahead, blah, blah, blah. I pay for everything. I turn around and look at him. I said, you know, 
I want you to know I recognize what you did, and I really do appreciate you. Not just to say thank you, but I do really appreciate you. Because what man doesn't love a blowjob, right? Even a verbal. Yeah. What man doesn't love a fucking blowjob? So, you know, I gave him a little verbal blowjobby. <laughs> and I went on about my business. But he had this big old smile on his face. And, I, you know, I, I do it because I know that people need encouragement to keep on. The same way that we congratulate somebody when they lost a lot of weight or they finished school or whatever, we, we it's okay to celebrate each other. It's okay to come on to my show and say, sister, you are wise, and celebrate me and not talk about all the black women who don't know shit, but you in the presence of one who does, you know? It's okay to do that. It's okay to do that, y'all. It's okay for us to celebrate each other. That's something I said at the outset of the show. What if we called each other God? And we honored the God that we see in one another. Because for me to see God in you means I can recognize it because I already see it in myself. Mm-hmm. And if I don't see it in you, I'm going to correct your ass so you can come up. Because that's what I'm here to do. Mother is here to grow you. Is it not a woman that gives rise to a man, especially a heterosexual one? Don't tell me you can't find no women and no woman can rise you. That, that sounds like a problem. Because a woman should always be able to make a man rise. Damn it. Just by her presence alone and her beautifulness, she gives rise to you in many different ways. I think that mm-hmm. the problem is that one true shit. But anyway, you know, there was something you wanted to say, and then I, you know, I had to interrupt you, and then I went on a tangent. But go ahead. Oh, no. I'm out of words. You got, you, you, got the, uh, you got the floor for this one. I'm just chilling. <laughs> yeah, I'm just listening. All right. I I just find that it's interesting. I know that New York has problems, too, you know, because, I don't know, we had a couple of sisters from New York to call into the show, and some of them do know, and some of them don't, you know. Um, But I think that you do, what black men say to black women all the time is you attract who you are. So, black men, if you can't find no black women who are knowledgeable, you attracting who you are. And you need a question that you think you know, because there's more to it. And I find that, you know, like I illustrated already with the brother who called earlier, Brother Peace God, that when we don't know our mother, we don't know ourselves. And that's what this entire global structure has been created to do. This is what we're talking about when I mentioned the global benefit of black female disempowerment to erase our mother, to take our mother away from being what we know as God. So then we have to hear shit like, well, if the black woman, no, she is God, even in her fallen fucked up state she is still the creator what Mm -hmm. we should want is to see the creator of blackness not only exalted worshipped honored adored provided for protected defended in every way shape and form by the so-called warriors that are her sons we should Mm -hmm. also be able to see that reflection of her in ourselves to see our mother as ourselves and that's something that is sorely missing, not just for black women, but also for black men. And so mm-hmm. to the brother who called, I want to say thank you for what you said, because you have inspired me to start teaching black men. Because y'all don't know. And you study these men who hate black women and talk over black women and try to put the black men on top. You hate your mother, you're taught to hate your mother, to question your mother, and some of your mothers is worthy of your hatred. This is not at all to say that it's not true. There are some fucked up mothers, but that's the goal, because fucked up mothers are going to create fucked up children. 
children are born great. The parents fuck them up. Mm-hmm. This is the goal. I know that from experience. Okay? Yeah, I know that from experience. <laughs> okay? And I'm yeah. validating it because I know it from experience. That fucked up mm-hmm. mothers fuck up their children, and that's the goal. That's the systemic goal globally, world fucking wide. To take us away from the value of the mother, honoring the mother, having women decide to be mothers because they want to. Not because a group of men in Congress said you can't have a fucking abortion. Or a goddamn pastor said. Or a pope said. Or any of that shit. Mm -hmm. But to understand that the dark mother represents both life and death. That's what rebirthing is about. That's what that change is about. That's what that darkness upon the deep is. That she has Mm -hmm. the right to decide who comes through when. We've been taken so far away from our cultures, from our origins, from the right of women to decide what happens into and through their own bodies. That there's a whole Mm -hmm. heap of shit that's going on on this planet that disempowers the black female. And it's something that's going to take one woman, one woman at a time to divest from and to be God over, regardless of what men say, to study the ways of the earth, the herbs, the trees, Mm -hmm. the plants, the rocks even. Everything that we mm-hmm. need to know to be able to take care of ourselves and to heal our families as well. But it's fucked up mothers, fucked up women who produce fucked up children. And I say this all the time, and we're going to close out not long after this, but I say all the time mm-hmm. that if we truly loved our people, and I really mean love, like we say we need love, we need to uni- unite. We need to unite on what? Let's get a fucking agenda going. Number one, we call for a cease birth among black people until we can heal and figure some shit out because we do not want to negatively influence or impact our children, our future gods, our future creators, blackness and black culture and black everything. Mm -hmm. Quality, not quantity. Quality black people who are going to do something with themselves and do something that's going to impact their race at whatever level we can do that at even if it's just talking to one another positively, recognizing each other, celebrating each other, but starting some Mm. fucking where, starting somewhere, starting with yourself, starting with seeing the God in you and studying the God that is you and your responsibility to Mm. yourself and to everything that comes into your life because nothing is Mm. to be handed to you. That's not even spiritual. And you've got to put in if you want to get out that spiritual. It has to be this way. We have to start somewhere, though. So let it start with you. And let it start, of course, with the upliftment and, and the knowledge of our great black mama mm-hmm. by uplifting and acknowledging that the black woman is your God because she's your creator and she's the only one who can put a black you on the planet. And even your mm-hmm. fucked up God exists to teach you something about yourself. That's something that took me many years to get because I was just very angry with my mother, and I had never allowed myself to be angry. I allowed myself to be the dutiful daughter, the reliable one, the responsible one, the self-sacrificing one, and I got to a point where I snapped, and I just, I, I just went the fuck off on everybody, including her, and said everything I needed to say finally. And it was ugly, and she hated it because she didn't think I had the right, but oh, the fuck, well, I needed to do something, right? And it was the first right. step to me honoring myself, honoring my darkness, and honoring my anger. But because of it, I can see what's really going on on the planet. It helps me to study more, to understand myself more, to understand why we were at war with each other, to understand what was really going on in a bloodline way, 
we just think that things just happen and we get stuck in the pain. But when you start to question that pain and ask, how did I get here? And why do I feel this way? And where is it coming from? And how do I honor it and make this shit go away? (laughs) How do I speak those things as though they were instead of focusing on what ain't or what wasn't? It changes your life. To honor my black self as God is to honor my black mother as God, even though I might not have agreed with everything she did or understood it. I blamed her for years for all of the shit, never considering the greater global paradigm, never considering the time and the age that she was born in and what she went through. My mother was black in Boston during busing, enough said. Mm. That's where the shit began, you know? She survived that. She survived that. She survived Martin Luther King riots, all of that shit. And they burned all of black Boston. And it wasn't only black people who were doing this. They sent in motherfuckers to destroy black Boston. It's still being rebuilt today. It's 2015. It's all about the way that the system plays things. And, you know, something I've learned is, it's very easy for us to point the finger at one another, you know? The black man need to do. The black woman need to do. Black people need to stop killing each other. We don't have nobody else to blame. That's just the cosmic reality of this game here, that we're going to blame one another. That itself speaks to our godhood because we know that we're greater than this. Whether we choose to admit that in the heated moment or not, the fact that we expect more from one another should tell you something that we know that we're greater than this. In our genetic memory, in our Akashic memory, we know, we fucking know that the black woman is worth more than what we have seen her fall to. Do we really want to see her get up? That's something that we need to question, even among our sisters. But we know that we're greater than this. We know that there's more to life. But some of you, too many of you, are too chicken shit to invest in yourselves. This is why I encourage my sisters to sign up for the classes I teach, and this is why I invest all of my time with those who invest in themselves. Because if you don't even value you, why the fuck should anybody else? I'm Triple Dark Goddess. This has been another Bitch House production, the Angry Divas radio show. Y'all make sure you tune in tomorrow night. I have to actually schedule the show. But y'all make sure you tune in tomorrow night, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to say thank you to everybody who called in today, even Brother Peace God, who I do hope that you listen to the archive of this show and that you're able to hear me objectively and not emotionally since you are an awakened, revolving God being. Objectives over emotions and everything that we do. And don't forget, you slid forth into this world out of my pussy. I didn't come from your rib. Black woman, that jet black woman, best respect that woman, the black woman is God, black woman, that big black woman, you can never check that woman, the black woman is God, mother of the earth, queen of the land, call me mama new, watch me expand, swallow up the sun, give birth out my glands. That's what we call a resurrection I think it's time to turn your lights on I think it's time to change your white on Sneaking up on you just like a python <laughs> Isis is really ice on We the gods manifest in the flesh, nigga In the form of double X, nigga I want my throne back I set, nigga I burn your shit down
debated, debated, anticipated, was hated, miseducated by both who ejaculated. You're not a fake, it's a rape, it's a violator, and mother nature's haters, cause we born immaculated. You now be changing the orders, we be the total recorders, removing all of the borders, stopping the slaughter. So I'm calling the daughters from out the pre-mortal waters, with takes around the waist, call her mommy water, and she the black woman. That jet black woman, yeah, that's respect that woman. Why? Black woman is God. Black woman, yeah, that big black woman. You can never check that woman. Why? Black woman is God. They think I'm gonna stop this fight when they call me bitch hoe and dyke. So I'm saying it loud, right on the mic. Stand strong, reclaiming my birthright. To no man, submission never been part of a program. So keep fishing and searching this whole land. No DNA strand, we take the black vote man. So, who was the builders before you? And who gave you suckling and boy you? If you believe in the ultimate sacrifice, the story to Jesus Christ, she had them without you. 